0: Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text this Sunday, the fourth Sunday after Trinity, is our Gospel reading, Luke chapter 6. In the Lutheran Church, nearly every confirmation class follows, more or less, the same course, Using Martin Luther's small catechism, we first learn the Ten Commandments, which are God's will for our lives as his people. Then we learn the Apostles' Creed, which is what our God would have us believe, and the Lord's Prayer, where our Lord teaches us to pray by putting his words into our mouths. After these three come the means of grace, baptism, confession and absolution, and the Lord's Supper. Every confirmation class in the Lutheran Church learns these things. But there's one part in particular that goes very well with the Gospel this week, and I want to see if you can remember it. In your mind, or perhaps in the hymnal, see if you can find the introduction to the Lord's Prayer. It's the part that goes, Our Father who art in heaven. See if you can find the meaning. I'll give you a second. Martin Luther writes With these words, God tenderly invites us to believe that He is our true Father and that we are His true children. So that with all boldness and confidence we may ask Him as dear children ask their dear Father. In the Our Father, Jesus teaches us to pray to God the Father as our Father, our true Father. He is our Father, and we are His children through baptism and by faith. Just as in human families, there is such a thing as a family resemblance, so also in the family of faith. In the family of faith, the resemblance is this, that our Heavenly Father calls us, His children, to live lives of mercy and forgiveness. These are the words that begin our text. Our Lord said, Be merciful even as your Father is merciful. You see here, our Lord is already calling to mind the family relationship that God has brought us into through the washing of holy baptism. A couple weeks back, I brought up this idea in the sermon of clobber passages. Remember I talked about James 2, faith without works is dead, that passage. I said that clobber passages are those passages that that people pull out during theological conversations that are meant to end said conversations. And sometimes our text today is turned into one of those, particularly the part where it says, Judge not, and you will not be judged. That part is used by many as an excuse to either allow others to continue living in unrepentant sin, or else to comfort themselves in their own. But other people also use this passage as a condition for being a child of God, as in, if you want to be a Christian, you must first not judge. And if you judge, well... Draw your own conclusion. But then that is to make our relationship with Christ one based on our works and not on His, when the scriptures clearly teach that He chose us. Our text today comes from a part of the gospel that we know as the Sermon on the Mount. These words are teaching that Jesus gave to those who already had been brought to believe in him by the work of the Holy Spirit. If we back up just a little bit, St. Luke tells us that Jesus came down with his apostles and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples. And he lifted up his eyes and said, then follows our text. The words here are not conditions of becoming a disciple of Jesus, but descriptions of what the life of a child of God looks like. He's describing the family resemblance. And he starts with mercy. And this word that our Lord uses for mercy means to be concerned about someone else's sorry state, to be concerned about their misery, and such mercy has our Father had toward us. In the service today, together we confessed that we are all sinners. And though we said it in only a few words, the impact is profound. You see, as sinners, we deserve nothing but death and punishment. We have all disobeyed God's commandments. We have sinned, not just by accident, but on purpose. We have spoken and we have lived in ways contrary to God's goodwill, and we have acted as if we know and want what is best, not Him. This is what sinning is, and it's what we have done, and we deserve the full and just punishment of our evil deeds. But God, rather than pouring out his righteous wrath on us, instead offered up his own son, our Lord. He saw us in our sinful state and had mercy. Our Lord as well had compassion on us by willingly bearing our sins on the cross. Our God saw our starry state and had mercy so that we might be saved eternally. This salvation he gives to us by grace as a gift through faith. He makes us to be members of his own family. Just as our earthly families have a family resemblance, whether it's eye color, uh, nose, jawline, or whatever, so does the family which God has brought us into. This is what it looks like. Jesus said, Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Yes, it is true, as I said. Many take this passage and use it as a clobber passage, or, or else to teach works righteousness, that, that these are conditions to be met in order to be saved. To do these things, however, is to destroy the context and honestly to miss the point. God, our Heavenly Father, saw us in our sorry and sinful state, without hope and only on the path to eternal punishment. He saw us in our misery and had mercy on us by sending us His Son. He purchased for us the forgiveness of our sins and brought us into His family by grace through the washing of holy baptism. We are His children now. How do God's children act? With love, mercy, compassion, forgiveness, generosity. These are the things He works in us by the Holy Spirit. In our lives of faith, we do often fall into sin. We remain simul justus et peccator. That means at the same time, saint and sinner. We often sin against others, and they sin against us. How should we react when someone sins against us? With harsh comments and, and, and anger, or with forgiveness? If someone hates us or speaks against us, should we do the same? Of course not. We have all acted in hatred toward God. That is what sinning is. Sinning is to hate God. Imagine if he acted so toward us. Instead, our God has called us his children Lives of mercy and forgiveness. He even produces these things, mercy and forgiveness, in, in our lives when we are regularly hearing His word and receiving the sacrament. Should we find in ourselves a lack of generosity, a lack of love, and willingness to forgive as we have been forgiven, there is a solution. Come and receive the supper. We confess in the post-communion collect that our Lord gives us this meal to strengthen us in the faith and in fervent love toward one another. Now, sometimes, showing mercy and compassion to another is making known to them their sin. This is what our Lord brings up near the end of the text. Is it loving to allow another Christian who may be unaware of the sin that they're committing, isn't loving to allow them to continue in sin when the end result very well in, and likely will be, loss of faith. Is that loving? It isn't. When it is within our place to have mercy on a brother or sister in Christ by showing them their sin, We do it with a humble awareness of our own sinfulness. We do not set out to condemn our neighbor while justifying ourselves. But we want to remind them of the mercy that we have all received first from God our Heavenly Father. He stands ready to forgive all who repent. And to forgive to a greater extent than we could ever truly need. In the Lord's Prayer, Jesus teaches us to pray to our Heavenly Father as dear children ask their dear fathers on earth. We can pray this way because our God has had mercy on us, forgiving us our sins, bringing us into his family, and even seating us at his table. Just as earthly families resemble each other, so we as God's children resemble him in lives of mercy and forgiveness. May God the Holy Spirit work these fruits of faith in us all. Amen. Now the peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.